Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome in, everybody. 5280 Sports Network, 5280sportsnetwork.com. It's time for the Broncos Blitz for Friday, October the 28th. 2016. I'm Jake Marsing, and look who is back for the whole show. Yeah. This time, we hope. Woo. Well, uh, yeah, unless there's breaking news. but Or unless he, yeah, yeah, unless yeah. he has to run. Uh, Ryan Green with us once again. Oh, yeah, I'm Ryan Green. Yeah, yeah the, he's, he's Ryan Green. Uh, we are here from the parking lot of the UC Health Training Center where the Denver Broncos wrapped up practice just a little bit ago, about an hour ago now. Head coach Gary Kubiak spoke with the media. We'll play you one little cut of sound from that here in just a moment. Open locker room. Free pizza, oh, always pizza a good day. Always a good day at fri- on uh, Fridays yeah. at Dove Valley. Everyone's in a good mood. Everybody's in a good mood. The players in a good mood. They feel like the vibe is good for this game on Sunday against the San Diego Chargers. Ryan, let's preview this game. That's what we're here to do. Do that in just a moment. But let's start updating the breaking news from yesterday: the injury to Broncos starting running back C.J. Anderson. CJ had meniscus surgery yesterday. They went in, they discovered a damaged meniscus, but the damage, I'm told, was not as bad as it could have been. Great news. Uh, as they thought it was. Initially, the Broncos thought it was a bone bruise. He got a second opinion in California. They did an MRI on the second opinion. The guy who took the second opinions, like, yeah, your knee looks really great. It's the knee of a 12-year-old, except you've got a bunch of cartilage floating around in it from a damaged meniscus. For those who don't know what a meniscus is, by the way, it's, I, I learned all this in the last 24 hours. Oh. It's a uh, eight, uh, like a, a figure eight shaped piece of cartilage that holds your knee kind of in place. Dang. Have you ever done any damage to your meniscus, Ryan? Oh, I'm sure I have. I just, I'm I'm the guy that just doesn't like going to the doctor and just waiting gotcha. things out. Yeah, every time you go, you know what I notice about doctors? Every time you go to the doctor, you walk in perfectly healthy, yeah, feeling great, and you walk out with all sorts of terrible things. Same with when you go on WebMD. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, no, but the Broncos getting ready to, to play this game against the Chargers without C.J. Anderson, who will miss time. Devontae Booker has spoken a ton in mm-hmm. the last week about his increased role. Capri Bibbs has talked a lot in the last couple of days, did an interview today on Altitude AM 950, which you can go here on uh, SoundCloud, did a lot of good stuff, all sorts of good things. Uh, but the big question is, how are the Broncos going to be able to move the ball, run the football against a Chargers defense that is eighth in the NFL at stopping the run without their leading rusher? I'm a little nervous. I I truly think that uh, the Chargers, I mean, that's how they beat them the last time. They made Trevor Simeon throw 50 times, and now with C.J. Anderson, a veteran, out, they know it's just a rookie back, and Capri Bibbs, who's basically a rookie. And so I think the Chargers are going to be really aggressive at stopping the run, so it's just going to be up to the Broncos and the offensive line to not let that happen. you got to dictate it. you got to just do your job. And, I, I mean, I think you've said it a number of times. The way to beat the Broncos is to stop the running game. Yep. You shut down their 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 rushing attack, and they are extremely beatable because the offense, as I've said, 
I think I say it every episode. Filters, yeah. The offense is entirely built around the running game. Without it, they're they're pretty much doomed. Uh, but no, I, I think the the Broncos have plenty of opportunities in front of them to, to run the football with Devontae Booker. He's got a great skill set. He's got all sorts of things uh, that, that'll contribute a ton to this game and will make him a valuable asset. But the Broncos are no doubt. They're going to miss C.J. Anderson for however long he's out, whether it's yeah. four weeks or if they decide to put him on IR, which I expect them to do. I expect you'll hear about that in the fairly near future, either by the end of the day today on Friday. You may already know by the time you listen to this. Yeah. Or uh, on Monday, probably at the latest. I expect them to put him on some kind of IR, whether it's IR with designation to return or IR uh, that's season-ending. We'll find out. But let's go ahead and listen to Gary Kubiak at the podium today. Got asked a few questions, obviously, about the C.J. Anderson injury and the running back situation. Uh, well, obviously, y'all know he had had the repair done. Everything went good. He's going to miss some significant time, and then obviously we're in conversations right now. How much time is that going to be? What are we going to do? So uh, that'll probably be decided here in the next 24 hours. And John and I visit in Greek. So, uh, but that's where we're at. He's doing good. Talked to him this morning. He's in California, and uh, going to get some rest there. And uh, but he's doing well. You're still tripping. You know, I don't know. I know it was meniscus, right? Yes, sir. So. Yeah. Is it what are you weighing with in terms of the decision? Well, we have to, to look. Back? We have to look at the time frame. You know, okay. so everybody's kind of putting their heads together on the time frame. Obviously, we're. Halfway through the uh, season, so you know, got to see what we think is best. Are you hopeful? Is there? You know, I, I I can't really say anything. I don't know. Other than the fact you had it done, you know, everything went good. Now they're talking about a timetable here, so we'll see. So yeah, Coach Kubiak obviously gonna miss C.J. Anderson a ton. Absolutely. Uh, it, you, I mean, you just can't. It, it's not even just his run production. Trevor Simeon has said he's his second pair of eyes back there, you know, for pass protection and all that stuff. And he's just a veteran presence. And he's a good, he's, he's a, like I say, uh, he's a good guy. Yeah. You know, he's, he's very likable. He's smart. He's intelligent. And so he just brings an energy to the team. And, and you're obviously going to miss that. I hope he takes kind of the DeMarcus Ware role where he's still around the building, still in the young running backs ears and all that stuff. But I'd rather have, I'd rather have him get healthy and get his knee a hundred percent than, you know, because of we know how knee injuries affect running backs, you know, so you don't want this to be something that lingers for your entire career. Stay, just stay healthy, CJ. Get healthy and make sure you're 100% before you come back. Yeah, I think that's the goal. And Peter Schaefer uh, has talked about this on radio in the last 24 hours and in some other places, CJ's agent, about what the process was and really right. what they're looking for going forward. And that's the big thing for him is we just got to make sure that when he comes back, he's fully healthy right. so that we don't damage the knee any further than it's already damaged because there's no other structural damage to the knee. It's just a matter of this cartilage is all sorts of screwed up, and they've mm-hmm. got to go in and fix it, and they did go in and fix it yesterday. So we'll see. Uh, it's a matter of a fairly long period of time uh, before uh, before things really get going here. But I think the... Uh, I think the point of this really is that the Broncos are going to have to find a way to move the football against a defense that they were not able to move the football against a couple of weeks ago in this Chargers team. Let's talk a little bit more about the Chargers. You can go watch our video preview of this game, by the way, at uh, our YouTube channel, which you mm-hmm. should, uh, should subscribe to. Just go to YouTube.com, search 5280 Sports Network. will pop up right there. And the things that I mentioned there hold true now as well. 
The big thing for me is being able to is being able to establish the run. Also, you got to find a way to contain Joey Bosa, who's yeah. come out the last three games and really impressed. He had a great night against the Broncos last time. Yep. Has a lot of talent and will will be a problem for that offensive line, who could be without Matt Paradis, their starting center. Yeah, that that's that makes me nervous. Uh, you know, we we I think fans think that after the Texans win, it was a pretty dominant win. This team is going to be rolling again. The thing is, the Chargers have been rolling for two weeks now. They're they're very good. They're they're riding a high. Joey Bosa, I think, talked about it on the conference call yesterday about how the Broncos game really gave that locker room energy. Um, so. And, and it just, uh, again, I, we talked about it in the game preview that will be on our YouTube channel. Uh, this game kind of makes me nervous. I don't know if the two weeks is going to be able to change what happens. I think being at home is going to help. but And I think Gary Kubiak being back is going to help a lot as well. But this game just makes me just a little nervous because it's so it just was so soon. It, it was just two weeks ago. And I don't know how much momentum the Broncos have now that they didn't have back then. Yeah, you know, there's only the one game to watch. Yeah. There's only so many things you can do. And Mike McCoy talked about that on the conference call as well. That, hey, we know them, they know us. We're going to have to rely on our systems. Mm -hmm. Which means it's going to be man-on-man, one-on-one, match-up kind of football. You beat the guy across from you. And if you do that, and if the Broncos are able to do that, they're going to win this game. For me, the Broncos have a very long injury report this week. Yeah, it is uh, the longest they've had all season. Uh-huh. They're going to be. They know without C.J. Anderson, Matt Paradis, game right. time decision. Yeah, uh, Brandon Marshall. Brandon Marshall, game time decision. I mean, Paradis and Marshall, like those are key guys. Yeah, and those are leadership yeah, guys too. Exactly, those guys are massive. Uh, Talib, did he say game time decision today? Um, oh, I guess, I don't know. Talib, he was Talib was uh, Talib practiced a little bit, but he uh, we we I need to look in the injury report when they send it out. But uh, he will be banged up in some capacity. It just it's gotten to the midpoint of the season where there is not a guy in that locker room who does not have something. Right. And some guys are more serious than others, but trust me when I say this, every guy. From Demarius Thomas to Emmanuel Sanders right. to Shade Ray is hurting. Yeah, and when the bye week comes late for them, uh, here in a few weeks, it's going to come at a at a very important time for the Broncos. They need some rest. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this Chargers game, Ryan, how do you see it right now? Uh, there's just something in my gut that tells me that this could be like a, a game they lose on a last second field goal. The Broncos. Yeah. Uh, I I. I, I truly wanted to buy into the okay they're rolling again after the Texans game, but that you know the Chargers and Philip Rivers are different than the Texans and Brock Osweiler. And the thing is, is that if the Chargers do, the Texans had a chance to go up ten nothing in the first quarter last game. They just couldn't because it was Brock Osweiler. But if the Chargers get up ten nothing again, you've already gotten the Broncos out of that out of that run game that they want to, like you said, establish, you know, they want their offense to go through the run. And I don't know. I, I, I can see the Broncos winning. They're at home. They, you know, they have the revenge factor that they're talking about, about getting the bad taste out of their mouth. But there's just something that, that makes me think eh, this game will pro- maybe just go exactly like the last one against the Chargers. Yeah, it very well could. Um, 
it's going to be tough. They, they have Gary Kubiak back. There are a lot of pieces that they have back. There are a lot of things that are better, like you said. Mm-hmm. But this game's tough for me. Um, let's go ahead and pick it. All right. But it's it's a really close call for me. Ryan, what about you? I said 20 to 17 Chargers. I, I just think that way. I want to be wrong because yeah. that means the Broncos win. But I just, I don't know. I think Philip Rivers, as much as I hate him, I got to respect the way he's been playing. And he's been Why playing. do you hate Philip Rivers? I, I don't understand the Broncos fans' he's obsession so with hating Philip Rivers. Whiny. It's, uh, it's like. He's. He's a competitor. I, all right, you can be a competitor. But if don't he were be wearing, in my face if he it. were wearing orange and blue, you would love him. With I don't a fiery pack. I don't know. It, Admit I, I it. I don't know if I can stand a quarterback that is always talking to either a a defensive lineman if or the he referee. Were in I can't say that blue, again. If I can't, you would have a poster of him. Hung up in your bedroom. That's all right. Slow your roll. Okay, here's. I'm gonna go back to you Eric. You would want to join the evangelical wing of the in, church. I'm gonna bring in Eric Decker for him. a second. Here's the thing. I the one thing that made me really feel indifferent about Eric Decker. It seemed like every pass he didn't catch, whether he tried or not, he was always looking for a flag. His hands were up, even if he could have made the catch. His hands were up, looking for a pass interference. I, I I was done with that. I'm like just just play. If if they're if it's a pass interference, they'll call it. Just play. Don't expect a penalty. It's the same kind of thing. It's the same. Uh, now I like Tom Brady. If Tom Brady was an orange and blue, I I would go. You know, I would take a bullet for him. But the thing about Philip Rivers is just he's so loud. He's obnoxious. I I get that he's a competitor. I get that his type of player is very rare. But when, you know, when Von Miller, I think last year, sacked him, and, and Philip was all in his face about it. I, 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 come on. Just, like, that's Von's job. Don't don't talk. And, and like, the, the best the best gif of Philip Rivers is when he's walking off and he's kicking the dirt, and then I think it was Robert Ayers against the Broncos in the playoffs, and Robert Ayers is kicking the dirt. I'm like, yes, that's how I feel. Just stop, Philip. Um, but, I mean, okay, you could be right. Maybe I would be a homer if he was on it. Oh, you totally I would. I don't know. You totally uh, I would. You would. I have mean, a, I haven't bought in on Trevor Simeon yet. You would so. have his jersey. It would be great. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, but, no, the guys in that locker room respect him more than right. I But, all right, you've got this game 2017. Yeah. I, uh, for the Chargers. Yeah. I think that's a reasonable pick, but I'm going to go ahead and, I'm going to go ahead and pick the Broncos. Homer. No, I know it. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not a homer. I, I, you picked the Chargers last time. Too. I did pick the yeah. Chargers last time. I think I've been right on. No, I haven't. I missed because <laughs> I missed the early going of the season. I thought they were going to open the season zero and three, but uh, I will take the Broncos to win this game. But it's not going to be easy. The Chargers always are up when yeah. they play in Denver. Oh yeah, Philip Rivers loves playing here. It's his favorite place to go on the road. He knows the crowd's going to be into it. The Broncos are really banged up. Mm-hmm. Everything, like, logically tells me that this is going to be a really tough game for the Broncos. Right. But I don't think the Chargers are as talented as other people do. Okay. And I I, I agree with you. I think they're just playing their best football at the moment. I, I don't think they, right. I don't think this is their average. I just think they're playing at their at their peak. I think the Broncos might be playing at their peak too after the Houston game. We'll, Ooh, we we'll see, but right. I'm going to take the Denver Broncos to win this football game, seventeen to sixteen. Oh, all right. Tight score, Dang, last yeah. second field goal kind of game. All Lots right. of up and back, down, back and forth. 
Uh, we'll find out. We'll find out what happens in this ball game. Uh, Ryan, will you be here Monday, Ryan? We'll find out. Uh, yeah, I can be here Monday. Yeah, we'll find out if Ryan's going to be here Monday. <laughs> if he is here, he'll be here. I will most definitely be here to update you, to recap whatever happens on Sunday afternoon with the Broncos and Chargers. Follow us on Twitter, at 5280SportsNet. He's at rgreen5280. I'm at Jake D. Marsing. For everybody, at uh, not just the Broncos Blitz, but everyone involved with 5280 Sportsnet, uh, Jake Plummer, Adrian Dater, Matt Smith, Nate Lundy, Sean Drotar, the list goes on and on. He's Ryan Green. He's Jake Marsing. This is 5280 Sports Network.